Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all of the up to minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening in. I am your host, Jeremy Evans of the California Sports Lawyer Podcast. As always, appreciate you taking the time uh, to to listen in uh, and take in the content. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, this is episode 39 of season five. Um, surprising as we're kind of coming to uh, an end for the year. Uh, we'll get into season six, but um, uh, just been an, an absolute wonderful ride. And again, thanks for thanks for listening in. So uh, this episode, uh, we're talking about um, sports leagues as uh, entertainment studios. And as I'm recording this, it's a Columbus Day, and so obviously wish all of you a, a, um, a happy day off if you have that or if you're relaxing with the family or what have you. But um, again, uh, today we're going to be talking about sports leagues as entertainment studios. Now, this is something that has been happening uh, over the past, I would say, you know, five to ten years where there's been sort of this push to not combine sports and entertainment, but to see sports as an entertainment entity. Um, you know, and, and this is not in the sense of, you know, a conspiracy theory of, well, you know, folks are, you know, using sports and these things are scripted and that sort of thing. I'm not getting into any of that or adding any validity to that. I think really what we're talking about here is, um, this idea of seeing sports as an asset library, as a content library that can be used by studios. It can be used to create content. And we've talked about it before on this show in that uh, you have, um, obviously there's the Hard Knock show that was on HBO and continues to run. You have Drive to Survive, which was a Netflix series about F1. There's a new golf uh, series that's coming out. Uh, obviously, there was uh, Michael Jordan's, um, uh, you know, series that came out on Netflix uh, via ESPN. Uh, you've had so many different opportunities, you know, where you have sort of sports-based content. And of course, this is not to mention all the films based on sports. But I think when you're talking about unscripted content in particular, so docu-series, that sort of thing, where you're filming people 
yes, you have questions for people, but it's not like a, a, a full sort of big picture feature film. Uh, it's more uh, the sort of idea of an unscripted series. Obviously, Air, the new the movie new movie with Jordan is different than that, right? Because this was, that was an actual feature film. Or 42, the movie about Jackie Robinson. Clearly, those are you know feature films and uh, those are scripted. But in terms of creating content and creating unscripted content through docu-series or, or, or any other type of television series, um, clearly there's been a movement for this. And the greatest example recently is with Skydance. So Skydance Media is a traditional sort of entertainment, you know, production uh, type of, uh, of company in many ways, kind of like a mini studio. And um, they've done some huge projects um, and obviously not one of the, the big ones like Paramount or uh, Disney or Warner Brothers Discovery, but uh, clearly a big company and, and a very inv- influential one. And so they have signed a deal to create Skydance Sports. So a completely separate, uh, it's a joint venture uh, between the National Football League and Skydance. And, um, and so the Skydance sports company will look to create content, um, from the NFL. Uh, and this is, this is going to be more than your NFL films where you have a voiceover by, uh, Leif Schreiber, uh, obviously great voice and very well recognizable. I know a lot of the NFL players love him. Um, and of course, even the, um, uh, a lot of the alum alumni of the NFL love him, but, this is way beyond that. This is like, let's create content from the NFL. Let's create mini series. Let's create documentaries, the whole thing. And to do it through a legit studio production house. And we're going to get into, you know, some of the background here and why this is so important. Well, if you're looking back at this, you know, again, I think this is something that's been happening for quite some time, but I think sports leagues and franchises and the players and the media um, and the fans are in themselves entertainment content. This is something that can be consumed and utilized beyond the live the live game, the live match, right? There's so many stories to be told about it. There's recaps about it. There's highlights to be said about it. And I think there's a few things to be to take away from this, uh, which 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 we'll get into. So I think sports leagues are finally now realizing, um, how to further utilize or even better said monetize the content that's already being created by the games uh, for potential for scripted and unscripted content. You know, if you see a team make a, a hard push to the championship, that's a story in itself, right? Um, it's a miniseries in itself. And I think people would watch it. And, or if there's just, there's a lot of characters in sports, right? And personalities. And I think that uh, clearly there can be some things to come about uh, from that content. And uh, again, this is just a couple examples, you know, as I mentioned, hard knocks and drive to survive, uh, but clearly um, sports leagues are beginning to see that they have this sort of huge um, treasure chest, if you will, of entertainment content that can be created from the live games and from the sort of content around the live games uh, through docuseries and unscripted content and potentially even for feature films. And of course, um, you know, look, content is the hunger of the masses, right? This is something that everybody's looking for content. Uh, studio and, studios and streamers are 
having a difficult time to keep up with the appetite of the people. Uh, and of course, the content delivery side of the entertainment industry is much more aligned now. Uh, this was what we talked about uh, in the recent past when we were talking about the uh, the new streaming innovation alliance amongst the studios and how they're going to advocate for each other uh, in Washington, D.C. and in uh, le legislatures across the United States. And of course, we also talked about this recently where we have um, streamers now looking to collaborate more and host uh, content on each other's platforms and looking for ways to, um, you know, for mergers. I mean, you look at the the um, UFC and WWE merger, you look at um, ESPN getting into a deal with Penn Entertainment, you know, clearly they're just looking for ways to increase engagement, increase content, right? And Penn Entertainment is all about having uh, sort of an official sports book, if you will, connected to the content to produce more money uh, related to the statistics and all the matches that uh, sort of occur uh, in sports um, through the broadcast of ESPN. And of course, when you're looking at, you know, sports in the, you know, in and of themselves are stories and they're stories to be told. And I think stories that happen live right before, you know, every viewer's eyes. And of course, to be able to take that content and create it into something else uh, is difficult, but not as difficult as say, coming up with a script and coming up with an entirely new concept. Uh, the reality of it is, is that the the athletes are the actors and they're out there you know creating this content through their performance uh on the stage of a you know football field if you will and so again as i mentioned the nfl is now teamed up with skydance media to create skydance sports uh which will which will look at sort of creating unscripted and scripted content and docu-series and movies and that sort of thing and um you know, Skydance is no stranger to the entertainment and sports space. You've got guys like David Ellison, Dana Goldberg, Don Granger, Jesse Siskold, and Larry Wasserman. And those last names are obviously names that you see on um, as producers uh, on several films, many films. Uh, you see it sort of, uh, these are, are big names in the business. And of course, Skydance as a company maybe more well-recognized for feature films like I think at least three of the films from the Mission Impossible series and obviously Top Gun Maverick uh, and even other television series like Jack Reacher um, or Reacher from uh, the Jack Reacher sort of films. So uh, clearly there's some success there. It, it is also of note that um, in a sort of related way, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, the very well-known famous producer in Hollywood, um, uh, sort of in that billionaire status with uh, um, some of the other big names in Hollywood, uh, Steven Spielberg. Um, and, uh, and and it's sort of interesting because Bruckheimer has PGA credit or Producers Guild of America credit, which is a process producers have to go through to get official credit. There's like a form that that is filled out by the actors and the folks on the set, other producers, and it basically determines who did the work on the film and who deserves the PGA credit, which is obviously a trade association. It's not a union, uh, which was litigated in the past, but uh, it is a trade association, and they give this credit. So when you watch a movie, in the end, you see it says, you know, PGA afterwards. That means they got the official credit. Um, they went through the process, as opposed to where it says producer, and there's nothing else after it. So just something to keep in mind. So Bruckheimer has a lot of these credits. And of course, many of the films that he's done has been with Skydance. And to me, 
um, it's uh, there's connection here because, and by the way, also Tom Cruise was uh, obviously the top top build talent in many of those films, but a lot of that was done through Paramount and uh, Bruckheimer, seeing that they had uh, deals together to put a lot of those films uh, on the screen. But you know, look, Bruckheimer's been a Los Angeles sports fan for years, uh, and he now has ownership in the Seattle Kraken, um, uh, up in um, obviously up in Washington. And uh, it's an NHL team, and, and I think uh, it's further opened the door to collaboration between sports and entertainment. Uh, the franchise there in Seattle is owned by a, a group called the, the Seattle Hockey Partners, and this is an organization consisting of David Bonderman, Jerry Bruckheimer, and Todd Lewecki. And, of course, Lewecki being of uh, formerly president or CEO of several different sports teams, Seattle Sounders, Major League Soccer, Seattle Seahawks in the NFL, and the Tampa Bay Lightning of the NHL. So I, I think that not only is this collaboration existing, I think that you're seeing more and more of this sort of crossover between sports and entertainment, uh, this way to work together. And um, and I think maybe even a better way to say it is live sports um, as as secondary scripted and unscripted content is becoming more of a normal occurrence. And now you have the folks who are really good at this, really good at the production, really good at the, the movie releases, really good at the streaming and know the business are now getting involved in not only ownership of teams, but are now um, you know, getting involved in the creation of companies like Skydance Sports. Uh, and of course, it's a joint venture with the NFL. So clearly there's going to be the content sharing and opening up of doors uh, to see this content come to fruition. Now it is interesting because the collaboration between entertainment and sports could not frankly come at a more opportune time when you're talking about uh, the Writers Guild of America or WGA and Screen Actors Guild or SAG-AFTRA are negotiating or coming to terms on union contracts. I know the WGA has agreed to a deal and we'll see how that plays out. And SAG-AFTRA I'm sure will uh, be right along. I know they met on Friday and Saturday, so Hopefully we have good news of a deal soon. But of course, anytime you have these union contracts usually last for three years, um, you know, three to five years, usually three, it creates a problem because there's work stoppages, right? Because they can't agree to certain terms, what have you. Well, sports content and, and production is generally non-union work or they're exempt uh, because you're not using actors, sag after sort of actors, you're, you're using athletes you're using the, the folks themselves that are doing the thing so it becomes a docu-series and of course athletes are used to being in front of a camera um you know because of uh obviously talking to the press and whatnot obviously it's a different uh, ability to be in front of a camera as an actor versus you know uh from a from a press standpoint but I, but i clearly think that there's a reason why a lot of athletes are very good on television and have created secondary careers after their uh, careers on the field have come to a close. And of course, if you have sports content uh, and productions that are non-union, you're not going to have these stoppages. And of course, this is no surprise as sports has continued to grow and become more popular, particularly in the months um, over the past you know, year, particularly in baseball, uh, because of the changes that they made with regard to on-field rules, but it's uh, speed up the game. But it's also a situation where you know, when new content's not being created by Hollywood, 
people look for something else to consume, right? And sports is, um, you know, right there along uh, with sort of entertainment content in terms of popularity. So again, I think uh, the opportunity for sports collaboration with Hollywood businesses, particularly like Skydance, I think creates a tremendous opportunity. Um, so even if there's a strike, sports production will continue to, to move forward um, unless sort of SAG uh, folks were being used or WGA folks were being used, which is not typically the case, even when you're doing um, you know, a, a scripted series, right? So now that may change as these new collaborations move along, but at least for now, um, these things are somewhat um, open season. Um, so again, having Skydance, sort of another true Hollywood player in this space involved in sports content production is going to be an essential change towards uh, more collaboration and more, f frankly, uh, seeing sports as content library, uh, seeing it as an asset. Uh, I think the possibilities are endless. I also think the questions are somewhat endless because, for example, one question SAG-AFTRA and WGA might ask is, um, would they consider maybe taking on athletes as actors or uh, new writers for unionization purposes? And would the leagues allow this? Would they, you know, fight against this? You know, I think for the most part, the NFL is not going to want to have uh, additional unions involved since they already have the players' union. Um, but and we'll see if the players' union starts to make changes and suggestions. Uh, particularly as the players in the union uh, get more into the entertainment space. Uh, I also think this is great training ground, by the way, because if you have an athlete who wants to get into broadcasting later on, you have a situation where, okay, they're around the movies, they're around docu-series, they've been in front of a camera, beyond the field of play and beyond the press. Uh, this could obviously provide great training ground for them. And by the way, it, they tell great stories. You know, I think anybody who loves sports, uh, we'll love a good documentary about sports. So um, we'll see what happens. I think either way, the sports leagues and the franchises and the agents and the athletes themselves are going to have something to say about the process, uh, whether negative or positive, and uh, something about how they want to be treated. So we'll see. But I think this is an interesting time, uh, particularly in sports entertainment, where we're seeing a lot more collaboration. Um, and we're going to probably see a lot more content uh, and, and something that's sort of, um, um, you know, sort of recession proof, if you will, because sports really doesn't stop. And, um, you know, and clearly we even saw some of that during the pandemic where you had, you know, sports continuing with no crowds or what have you. So clearly sports would continue. And again, these are generally non-union productions. Um, but I think there's some questions to that as there continues to be more collaborations. Uh, it's also opportunistic in the sense for Skydance to get involved uh, because clearly this provides another revenue source. And of course, this helps out the NFL and other leagues because you're creating additional content to promote the league, but also promote the players. And I think this is something that we'll probably see uh, with other, um, other sports leagues as well if they haven't done it already. So, but this is at least to my knowledge, the first of its kind. With that being said, uh, thanks again, folks, for listening in. This episode, we've talked about sports leagues as entertainment studios, and I think we're starting to see that where sports leagues are seeing, particularly like the NFL, are seeing their content as an additional way to make money through you know, content production. 
so whether that would be scripted or unscripted series or movies or what have you. Um, but uh, again, this episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for making us number one sports law podcast in the world for three years running. My name is Jeremy Evans, your host of the California Sports Lawyer Podcast. I look forward to being back with you next week. Thank you so much.